Hey everybody, welcome back to the fourth and last part of the spectrum. We're going to be wrapping up our discussion with Justin on the UFO and MIB topic. Um, Jose is going to be sharing some experiences with you guys as well. And I promise you there are no more cliffhangers at the end of this one. Let's get started. Yeah, so so A tip. Okay. Um, you guys have never heard of this? Nope. Okay. No. So in um, December of 2017, a story broke in the New York Times. Basic, basically saying, um, look, this stuff is real. The government, the Pentagon, has been studying this stuff, despite what they told the uh, the public, saying that they were no longer interested in UFOs after the Project Blue Book study in the 60s. No, it turns out that they were. And um, this one program called ATIP, which stands for Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, um, this was this was greenlit by um, as a result of uh, Senator Harry Stevens or Harry uh, Harry Reid. I'm sorry, Senator Harry Reid in Nevada. He was very interested in this topic because of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm, okay. um, so he decided to get a few people together to do this um, this study. And it wasn't a lot of money. It was a uh, 22 million over five years, um, and it ended in 2012, um, where they studied specifically uh, UFOs that were on uh, government bases and aircraft carriers, basically military interaction within with uh, UFOs. Um, this guy named Louis Elizondo was the guy who headed up the whole thing, the whole program, and he has since come out. Uh, so he went to the New York Times. He told them about this. They published it. And it was a very serious article. It didn't turn this into a laughing stock. It was um, it was very real. And um, here was the proof that we had hoped for, that we were looking for. The interesting thing is, um, he released us, or they released also some um, some video footage that you can see today on the internet of some of these anomalous craft in our skies being tracked by mm-hmm. official military um, cameras. Like, here it is. This is what we're talking about. That story went crazy. Um, End of December. And then um, Washington Post picked it up, uh, CNN, um, all the major news media started covering this story. No, when when was that? That was uh, the end of 2017. December. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I've never really heard of that. Yeah, Luis Elizondo, uh, he started then talking to a lot of the UFO organizations and uh, like MUFON and... um, he started talking about this. It was very interesting. And, um, but the reason I bring this up is because I'd heard him speak last summer at the International MUFON Symposium up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, not far from where we are here in Philly. And he had said that the reason why they kind of like ended the program was not because they really ran out of money. Um, they could always get more money. Um, but the fact that people who were sending the money um who were you know basically like green lighting all these projects and stuff mm-hmm. um they didn't think it was worth studying because some people thought it was potentially demonic oh he hinted okay. at that um at this connection so um something to think about and then oh. they thought that this was it was no longer a scientific expedition it was it's more into something else where something that they shouldn't have gotten into Oh, yeah. because again, there is this belief, not by everybody, but by some people, that this was um, not a good thing. But does he like? Do, do they say what sort of brought them to that conclusion, or he just he just drops hints at this that there were these um, um, these differences in opinions, 
as a result of that. So, but there's not much more that that we know. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> like, so, typical right. PR, oh, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> due to uh, circumstances beyond our control. Right. There's. A, I'll have to send you guys some news articles because um, uh, Harry Reid talks about this too. He was interviewed by George Knapp out in KLAS TV in Nevada, mm-hmm. um, and he talks about the program and why it stopped and all that stuff. So, just remind me. Okay. So one one question I did have in regards to um, going back to MUFON, what what exactly what can you tell us about them and like have you collaborated with them or have you yeah so involved so MUFON uh, stands for the Mutual UFO uh, Network and it is a worldwide organization it's probably the largest organization of its kind that investigates and researches UFOs for the benefit of humanity I think that's their mission statement right um, okay. there's a bunch of different chapters all over the country all over the world um it's it's more uh focused on the u.s um and there's a lot of ufo investigators a lot of field investigators i never became a field investigator um first off there's it's a lot of time it's a lot of time commitment is involved and you're you're basically doing a lot of lights in the sky type cases um you know you're following up on on ufo sightings and reports so Typically how it works is if you have a UFO sighting, you go to MUFON, you file a report. It's this long questionnaire, detail mm-hmm. what you said or okay. what you saw and all this stuff. And then a field investigator will go out and interview you and um, you know try to figure out what it is that you saw. Now, a lot of these cases can be explained away as like natural phenomenon or um, you know satellites or airplanes or drones now. And I just felt that in our, te- in our day and age, there's so much of these drones now and so much of these misidentifications that I thought, you know what, this just isn't worth my time to pursue. I'm just going to do it as an independent researcher mm-hmm. instead. Right. And follow up on a lot of these more uh, close encounter type situations. Okay. Um, however, that being said, MUFON is a very important organization because they put on these conferences and they put on these lectures and they present the information and the data and findings from these other investigators just to kind of like do case studies and uh, show you what we found. And that's how I've started begin putting two and two together like hey there's a lot of connections to what they're presenting and what i've found doing paranormal investigating this is interesting like what is this right but again mufon is looking at it from a ufo angle Mm -hmm. so they're focused on that and um you know less on the paranormal side of things but mufon is very important um there are two so that's one organization that's basically the only organization that's really looking into this on that scale right um, but there's another UFO reporting organization called, um, it's a National UFO Reporting Center run by Peter Davenport. Um, that's another place that people can go and report their sighting. Okay. So that's a big database. Wow. Ideally, that you should have these groups yeah. working wow. together, right? Yeah. Sharing yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. But and these aren't, these aren't like government programs? No, these no are... it's all independently funded by the public. Okay. Wow. So, oh, yeah, so what I do is... That's, that's amazing. Yeah, so as a member of MUFON, you know, you pay an annual annual dues um, just to keep the organization going. And, um, you know, I think it's important because it gets people talking about this subject um, yeah. because it really, it dies when people aren't interested. And what I've also noticed about these UFO conferences is there's an, an older population attending them most of the time. It runs contrary to the paranormal events where it's mostly a younger generation. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. And I thought that was that was odd. Um, yeah. There's not as much interest in in uh, ufology as there is in uh, the paranormal. I think because 
at least with younger people. I don't know. What, why is that? Maybe maybe because we do think it's like a joke. Like we were saying with ancient aliens, maybe they were <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, no, this is a bunch of wackos who believe all yeah. this stuff. And you with know? the internet today, like, oh my God, the amount of stupidity that just gets famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Versus like the what I feel like is like the more important things that people should And be maybe because people to. are like, aliens aren't scary anymore. Like, why why bother, you know? Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. In my mind, aliens will always be scary. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I was asking people in the paranormal uh, circuit, I'm like, well, why, why don't you look at UFOs? Why don't you look at that type of stuff, that phenomenon? And they're like, well, because it's just so scary. <laughs> scary. And I'm like, yeah. really? And ghosts aren't? Like, I don't understand. Like, oh, um, it's strange how we think of Or that. maybe because they think it's too real. They're like, no, this is something that... I don't want to poke because something's going to mess me up. Well, that's why I don't poke Uh too deep into the paranormal because to me, that's too real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always had kind of like this um, respect, almost like a a, a fear of like you fear to respect it. And I just could. And it comes mostly from like movies and Hollywood. Um, I don't know. I've never really heard of a story where it's like people sometimes will make fun of it. And then it's like it gets worse because of that. And so it's like you just kind of have to acknowledge it. That is movies. Kind of respect it. Yeah. It's like 100%. <laughs> but that's, that's, movie, that's yeah. how I feel about it. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, maybe if I just, you know, hey, I, I, don't, I see you there. But, you know, I ain't really making fun of you. But I kind of am just, you know, subtly. So don't don't be mad. <laughs> that's why like, I don't mess with all those paranormal yeah, movies. Like, yeah. like, like, um, what is it? Uh, like, like the exorcism movies and like the omen movies and like like all that stuff that's like demonic possessions and like the ouija boards and shit like that but that's why i feel like those are just more more satirical like in in their fashion of like depicting these events as just caricatures of what they really are you know they want to make things dramatic they want to make things scary like they want to make all these experiences a lot more uh they want them to sell you know so they're gonna dramatic and they actually really are but like the thing is that it doesn't have to be that dramatic to be that scary you yeah mm-hmm. because like you've heard like real. real stories right yeah like, of course like, and honestly i'm sure the real... like going to church like people have talked about it like dude honestly the real stories are scarier than the ones you see in the movies yeah yeah and that's the thing yeah. with the movies is they always embellish and like enhance these things but they don't have to these yeah. stories are so weird as is exactly like, they don't have to add all this extra like dramatic effects to like give you like like the fear factor of it you know yeah like I don't think people who have been possessed like actually look like the girl from The Exorcist, like because that's just that's too much. Like you know, throwing up green vomit. Like come on now. Like, but I think why people are generally turned off. Well, a lot of younger people are generally turned off by the UFO topic is because it is so unknown. It's like you know, with ghosts or the paranormal, there seems to be a clear um, intention, right? to either deliver a message or, you know, it's a deceased person trying to get attention or whatnot, right? It's easier to wrap your head around, right? even though that may not be the case. Um, but with the UFO, phenom- the UFO phenomenon is it's, it's a little different because they don't make it clear what their intention is. Why are they abducting certain people? What's the point? Why are they showing up um, over our skies, buzzing airplanes? What, what's the point? Are we under attack? Is it a threat? Maybe, maybe not. Um, why are they interacting with certain people? Why do they? Why are there reports of of healings from UFOs, and yet very terrifying encounters? On the other hand, right? 
Why the difference? That's a good question. And maybe there's not like that sort of uh, that lore that comes with uh, more paranormal th- paranormal things like, oh, there's a ghost here. I'll hit it with like an iron stick or whatever. You know, like <laughs> we, know how to, yeah, like we yeah. know how to handle it. Yeah. But with aliens, since we don't have an intent, since we don't have any information on what they're really doing, we don't know what to do in those cases. And we don't we don't know how to approach it because it's so scary. Like. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, what I can do if I see an alien at my door, like other than, I don't know, pull my pants up or something like, you know, like, yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, it's like tighten your belt. Like, yeah, like, like there's no lore behind what what's supposed to happen. Whereas like, oh, I see a guy dressed as a werewolf, like stab him with a wooden stake. Like we know what to do, uh, yeah. you know, like wooden but, stick. Like a, a stake. Oh, that's vampires, yeah, right? Dude, I was about silver, to say. silver is the werewolf. Silver. Yeah. silver yeah. 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 See, I don't even know. <laughs> Good thing Maybe that part is unreal. Or are they? <laughs> but let me ask you, um, Jose, uh, when you had your encounter. Oh, let's do this. Oh, yes. All let's right. get into it. What did you, what, what was. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> you see this thing. Long story short, um, me and my good friend of mine, his name is Austin. Um, I was at his house one night. Uh, it was a Saturday night, um, just like hanging out. I didn't have anything to do the next day. So that's why I just went over there at like 10 o'clock or something like that. We we're just chilling and like, Hey, you know, we're bored. So let's go night fishing at the spot we usually go to. And it was like, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. So we, we go, we grab some Taco Bell cause we we're hungry. And then we like, that's what over. it was, dude. <laughs> dude that's it was what it was. Bell, it was dude. the Taco Bell. Dude, dude. it wanted Taco Bell, bro. Yep. I swear. <laughs> that's what it was. I didn't save it any tacos. Is that that Doritos Locos Taco, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we like pull up to the spot. And it's it's a hella creepy, like really, really creepy night because it had just rained and it was like foggy and like, um, like the night just. It, it just seemed like really eerie and then we we're just kind of like poking around at it and we we're like oh dude like it's like zo- like zombie weather like, oh, like someone's gonna pop out and like, like get us and blah 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 and like all this other stuff and like it's like uh yeah well uh, all right let's uh let's get our let's get our stuff and go fishing now <laughs> so um we like grab our fishing gear and head out and um there's like a little path into like this forest um i sent justin the video um, cause yeah. I went back. That was very helpful. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 So like, there's this little concrete path that leads into, um, like this little tiny forested area. So like, I'm like eager to get out there and start fishing and, um, I grab like the rods and stuff. And then Austin has like the bait box and like another couple rods. And I start walking down the concrete path and I get like to the end and I'm like, yo, where's Austin? So I like turn around and I'm like, why is he still at the top? Why isn't he like behind me? And then I noticed that he's like looking like to my, I think to my left, he's like staring at something. And I'm like, what's he looking at? So I like look over there and I see like something weird, like, like some sort of like humanoid, tall, shadowy figure, like standing next to this tree. And how tall was it? It's kind of hard to tell. Um, because it was going downward wasn't it like you were going downward on yeah um but like i was more level with it oh okay so the thing was at least like seven feet tall i'd say 
it was like really lanky tall skinny um the lighting was really weird because like it was really dark um the the moon was kind of full i think uh, so it was kind of reflecting off the water and then like this spot in specific is at this like uh like this like shipping yard for like semi trucks so like the building behind us was like giving off these really creepy lights into the forest so those lights are what kind of what i could kind of use to like see the thing and it was just kind of like standing next to the tree and then i only saw it for maybe like one second maybe like half a second before i just like i i like pulled out my phone like the flashlight i was like where is it where is it where is it and then i just like ran up to like austin and i was like dude what do we do what do we do he's like fuck you mean what do we do we're getting the hell out of here <laughs> so you you didn't actually see it no disappear. i saw it no no, no, no like oh, you didn't no. see it like go away no, no no like the thing is that like like i see it and like austin sees it too and it's like gone it like disappears into the darkness like we heard like like leaves move around in that area and then like it just it disappears and that area was kind of flooded too because it had like just rained but it wasn't like a trail that you heard like a like <laughs> no it like fainting steps no. or like you're like it it didn't like fly away or it didn't jump yeah. in the water because we would have heard it it just like it seemed to just like step back into the darkness and like and just <laughs> just it was it was just gone what color was it it was like gray from what i could decipher because every time you tell this story i always picture i mean i picture dark like obviously because it's at night yeah. and then i picture light from the moon reflecting on water and bouncing off of it and i see it as like kind of white whitish gray like a light gray not to be too much like that picture that you showed us yeah but a little lighter than that um yeah but but did you see it clearly with the like was there enough light to see it clearly the only light that was reflecting onto it like the light from the moon didn't really help at all okay it's just like if you looked into the into the lake you could see like the moon reflecting off the water but like it wasn't like illuminating the night sky or anything because it was still really foggy so was it mostly shadow or mostly like highlight of of its shape or of its like no like i saw it i saw it like it wasn't like a shadow or a silhouette like i saw it and then it like disappeared I didn't see like its whole body from head to toe. I just like, kind of like. I well, because you said it was kind of like behind like a yeah, like, like a tree or like yeah, it was like standing like next was, to yeah. behind something like that. Like like when this is all done, like I've I've got the video where okay. like I explain everything yeah, thoroughly. He sent me this video walkthrough where he kind of retraces his mm-hmm. steps of where it was and where he was in relation to everything. It was very okay. helpful, and I can use that in like lectures and stuff. Yeah, 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 definitely, so. definitely. Because it, it helps to paint the picture mm-hmm. of, of what was going on at the time. Um, now, what's other also fascinating about this is I had interviewed you regarding this and was trying to get a hold of Austin. Yeah. For some strange reason, he's no longer responding to my messages, <laughs> uh, my emails. I mean, he seemed interested in... Yeah, no. Um, see, I talked to him about it and like he's been in between so many phones Okay. that he doesn't actually have like a phone or an email that's like his own so i'm okay. like dude dude you gotta call him he's like yeah yeah i know i know all right well know, austin if you're listening to this uh, <laughs> podcast please we need to please. get your testimony yeah 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 definitely because because i've been like on him about like contacting you and like 
responding to your emails but like the email that he was emailing you from or you emailed him that wasn't mm-hmm. even his that was like his oh, really? mom's or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he's like i don't have an email i'm what? like dude just make one dude it's he's 2019 like, uh, for real what you can't do anything again? without an dude, email that's what address. i'm saying like, i'm like bro like does he even dude. have like netflix like <laughs> or spotify like what does he do <laughs> Dude, um, I don't know. He's well, he's well, a very let's not try to, let's he's try a very not to min- roast him too much. He might no. be listening. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no he's a very minimalistic person. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's it. Well, that's that's a nice way of saying. The reason it. I want to interview him is because it adds further credibility to your yeah, to your story. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. saying that you know, not discounting your your report, but the more witnesses that you have to a case, the more it adds that credibility. Yeah, right. That's why I want him to like have that interview with you so mm-hmm. bad because like i've talked to him about it several times and it's like we both tell like a damn near identical story you know right and this is also interesting because <clears throat> um i've been following up on another case that also relates to night fishing um involving two retired police officers out in new jersey and they were doing night fishing or by a lake and um they saw this object out over the water Next thing they remember is being overcome with this fear, packing up their gear, putting it in the truck, and getting out of there. But they don't remember leaving. They just remember putting the gear in the truck, and the next thing they know, they're on the middle of the road several miles from the incident, and they're just stopped in the middle of the road. Oh, like not even going. Not even going, just stopped. And they remember waking up. Uh, Here. Right here. Like, yeah. Oh, they both wow. recall the other person kind of waking up or coming to. Now, here's the other thing where it gets really crazy. On the radio was some sort of like live call-in show. Now, this is, you know, in the wee hours of the morning. And the DJ is talking about a UFO that had been sighted in that same area. And he's taking calls from people. This is what one of them refers to or, or uh, describes it as. The other guy, he remembers there being a show, but you know, not much detail, but he remembers it being about a UFO or something or other. Weird stuff. What? What? So when they saw an object, like that's yeah. all they got is that it was an object. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I have the testimony. I don't want to like you know put words in their mouth. Yeah. But I think it was like a glowing, um, like ball of light, like or an orb. Or yeah. But over this body of water. Now these are police officers. These are trained observers. Now, the other weird thing about this, they never returned to that spot again. They never even went night fishing again. And they used to do this all the time. So I thought that was a little odd. I think that would be because of, because of that fear. Like if that's Maybe. what they were overcome with was that sense of fear. Perhaps. But they never really thought about it. They never really thought about the fact that they never went night fishing after that. They it don't just, know why. It just wow. never occurred to them to ever go night fishing again. Yeah, it's like after our incident... It's not like we planned on never going back. Right. It's just like just we just didn't. didn't go back and we're like, yeah, like we hadn't we hadn't gone back in like almost two years. And then we finally went back to like retrace our steps and like talk about what happened. And then um, it was kind of late in the day. And then when it started getting dark, we were like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the benefit of fishing at night if things like this are going to happen? Like why go at night? You don't expect things like this to happen. Like. Like when you go night fishing, you just go to like have a nice relaxing time you at know? night. It's quiet when the yeah, spooky, you know, things, when the like spooky things. Yeah, but are that's out. the thing. You're not thinking about like, oh, this is gonna be so scary. We're gonna go night fishing. It's gonna be so creepy. It's more like like yeah, zombie let's go weather. Night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's more like yeah, let's go like night fishing and have a good time. You know, just chill out there for like an hour or two. Like, 
relaxing, you know, whatever. Dude, I would always be thinking about scaring. <laughs> be like, dang. Right now here, I mean, again, when we're so uh, caught up in the experience, we forget about the experiencer. And, you know, why I think that's interesting is because it, you know, is it a direct result of the phenomenon? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I just thought that was peculiar. And when you were telling me about your uh, instance and you never returned to that spot, I was like, no. well, why? Why, did, why not? You know I mean? It's like, that is it's not like you had yeah. such a, um, you know, a traumatic experience that it drove you away from it. But the other thing that I find uh, troubling is these are police officers. They were on, um, they had just got off duty the night of the incident. Um, so this was, I think this happened in the 90s, I want to say. So, but I'd interviewed them uh, this year and the end of last year. And um, what I, what was interesting is they never phoned in the report. They never, you know, radioed back to the to dispatch and said, hey, look, we got something out here. This is unusual. Like, we need to look into this. They didn't. Because they didn't think to or? It just never occurred to them. And when I asked. Maybe they thought that they would think they were crazy or something. No. Well, no? see, I asked them, I said, well, why didn't you? And they said, we don't know. We would have. We should have. Oh, because okay. on one of them, they had had, um, they had seen other things too, and they had radioed it in. Um, so why not this incident? Not to take it like because too far, but maybe they were conditioned not to do that. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know the phenomenon. It's it manipulates people in the most subtle ways. Yeah. Again, going back to the you know the precognitive sentient phenomenon, right? Like it's um. This is an underexplored aspect that I think we need to be very um, aware of and that, start paying attention to. That it definitely knows what it's doing. Yeah, it does. And it knows how we're going to respond and it kind of changes and affects us. Because um, like to skip over that crucial part of yeah. noticing, reacting, and then, you know, the action to that reaction to completely blank that out is mm -hmm. smart because then you're like, well, let's just put him in the middle of the road. Yeah. It um it goes back to, you know, the reactions. Um, you know, if we want to get on like the UFO topic here, or stay on it rather, um, the Phoenix Light sighting, right? Have you guys heard of about that in nineteen ninety seven? No. So the Phoenix Lights, this was a big mass event um that happened. You could probably again look this up on the internet or on YouTube. Um, you see these this huge like um, series of lights that were filmed by cameras and this went uh, major media picked it up and all that stuff um, trying to find my notes here I think I have seen that actually mm -hmm. yeah if it's if it was like a just like a chain of lights right yeah I think I think I've seen videos of that yeah it, it's very interesting from like um, different perspectives yeah and that was just that was one one night that that was caught on camera but the fact is is in that area at that time things were happening for a period of months People were seeing lights, all this sort of weird stuff. Um, there's this uh, filmmaker, his name is James Fox, and he uh, he detailed how some hospice workers who actually saw the lights appear and disappear, they didn't mention a single word about it during the actual event. Um, one woman uh, was reported to go right back to their tea as if nothing unusual ever took place. So they, they saw these lights and they said, interesting, <laughs> right? And um, here's another thing. Um, I, uh, the state director of Arizona MUFON, this guy named Jim Mann, he claims that he spoke to an individual that reported stopping his car on the side of the road and watching the, several, uh, the event with several others who did the same thing as a craft glided slowly overhead. And um, not a word was spoken. And after it passed by, everyone got in their car and just drove off. Like, eh, 
Whatever like nothing. Like nothing. What? Now, what, what kind of reaction is that? Right. Um, even, you know, Kurt Russell is, right? The uh, the actor. The actor. Mm-hmm. Or am I dating myself again? No, no, I know who Kurt Russell is. <laughs> no, I, 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 granted, I he is, he is, he's not really, like, relevant anymore, but, right. you know. Well, he was a box office, you know, yeah. guy back in, <laughs> in the day. But he was... um. He he's a pilot too, so he was flying his private plane over the area when the um, the uh, the V shape formation was clearly in his sight, and um, it was right around the Phoenix airport. And he radioed into the tower, who informed them or informed him that uh, their radar systems were not showing any aircraft, but they logged it as unidentified. Now again, here's the other thing: Russell never thought about it until he saw a documentary on the Phoenix lights, and he's like, "Oh shoot." I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that was in your book. Right. Yeah. yeah. How can you forget oh, yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah. Right. Then he went back to his log book and he had somehow forgotten to record the event. How do you forget? To do like how, exactly. <laughs> Here you have these extraordinary events and yet how people are responding to them is just, it runs contrary to how we would normally um, do it. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a, there's so many examples of this. It's just, this is unbelievable. And I think this is one of the aspects that we need to really start to hone in on. So back to your thing. <laughs> back to my thing. I am very curious, since you mentioned it previously, that there oh, has yeah. been another experience yeah. that you have Why are you uh, holding out gone the... through. Wait, no. <laughs> what? And um, I told you about that one. But how about the the one in North Carolina? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I think you should spill the tea, so to speak. Um okay. All right. Well, this one's a little weird. Um, uh, Cause the other one wasn't weird enough. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, all right, I guess I'll get out with this one. Um, see, like the reason I don't really like talking about this one is because um, it wasn't really like, it was like, it wasn't something that you could see with your eyes and be like, Oh shit, that's what I saw. Like, I know what I saw and there wasn't other people that there to like confirm what you saw mm-hmm. or, or whatever. This was something that happened like <laughs> inside my head. Like it wasn't something as tangible as the other. No, experiment. not at experience. all. This time. Um, so pretty much I was working at this job site in North Carolina, some apartments. And what year was this? Um, wow. I, I want to say. Or was, how old were you at the time? I was at least like 16, I think. Okay. So this was maybe in like 2011, no, 2010, between 2010, 2011. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was at this job site and, you know, um, the part of the, cause it was like a big apartment complex that we were like remodeling. And then I was in this one section of the apartments where there wasn't anyone I was just going into like finish doing some touch up work or whatever, but I was like kind of exhausted at this point. And then I walk into this like empty apartment and I'm like, like the weather feels so nice. I'm just so freaking tired. So I just like go to like the corner of this room and I just like sit down and I don't like, I don't fall asleep. I just like sit down. I just like lean my head back and I just like close my eyes and it wasn't even like, like 30 seconds that passed before like after I closed my eyes where like I heard this like really creepy voice which kind of resonates with like the story of the phone calls 
um, okay. that we heard the recordings, mm-hmm. except for like, it wasn't like a phone call or something you could record. It was like, I heard a voice in my head that was like, it really didn't really make much sense. It was just like, it was like, I can kind of replicate it. It's kind of creepy. It was like, it said, hide the snake. Hide hide the snake? Yeah. But in like this really creepy, raspy voice. You know what that sounded like? It sounded like a um, parcel tongue. Yeah, like a what? Like a Harry Potter. It's, it's, um. it's uh, the, what the um, what the snakes speak in in Harry Potter. Really? Yeah, like there's um, they like can communicate with each other, and then like there's this thing that the dark maybe lord, your parcel tongue. Like the dark lord can communicate with with uh, snakes, and that's exactly how a snake. And that, that's how the snake yeah, sounded when yeah. when they spoke, and then like <laughs> like but they would speak English. They're judging you already. But when when uh, when humans would speak, ridiculous. Uh, parcel tongue it sounded just like hissing like they'd be like like they weren't actually saying anything but when the snakes did (laughs) it they would speak english see see, Um, the thing is i've never seen harry potter before in my life that's crazy though so i wouldn't know that's interesting did it say anything else or was it just that small phrase no it it said it over and over again oh like like, multiple times multiple Mm -hmm. times then i was like yo like i was like what the fuck do you want like who are you like like what is this like what do you want why are you saying that when it said this over many many times um what was like the interval do you remember was it like you know it would say it a minute would pass it would say it again or like um, was it, this like right after it, it, it wasn't that much time i was just like you know like what the fuck like who are you like like what are you trying to say and then like right after that it would just be like it just say it over again the, but, the same thing yeah yeah i would like say the same thing but like um sometimes it would like enunciate at the end like it was like uh one time it was like hide the snake And like when you say that you heard it in in your head, yeah, was it like so? It wasn't something that was surrounding you. Like it wasn't sound coming from any other direction, other than something you were hearing. Like 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 you would hear yourself think. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was like? Yeah, it was. It, it was like it was like you know how you like talk to yourself when you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that, except like it wasn't. It wasn't me. you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, had you ever heard something like this prior to the incident? No. No. I was, like, really creeped out by it. And, like, the minute I, like, opened my eyes, like, I was like, bro, I got to get out of here. How long, how long did, like, before, well, because this happened when your eyes were closed. Yeah. So how long did it last, like, before you actually opened your eyes? Like, from the second you heard it to when you opened your eyes and, you know, how long was that? No more than, like, a minute. Huh. No more oh. than like thirty seconds. But I it was mean, it was like it was like a chunk of time though. Like it yeah. wasn't like because you know how sometimes things in your, like the way your mind yeah. thinks things go pretty quickly. Like yeah, yeah. you know you can it have was, all these thoughts in like a split second. It was yeah. kind of like that. But it was like but was like, it like a significant amount of time? Like like the whole ordeal. Like like think about counting from one to sixty. Okay. That's kind of about how long the whole thing lasted. And you felt like hmm. every second and every like because you know how things can feel longer. Yeah you know like within your head and things like that yeah yeah definitely but no like the whole thing happened pretty quick and i just kind of like opened my eyes and i was like mm, i don't know what that was and then i tried looking it up online like i looked up the phrase online several times i never really found anything you um, didn't see anything either because i mean your eyes were closed but you didn't see like anything like 
like you know how sometimes if you look at like like the screensaver thing like when you look at something yeah. hard enough and then you close your eyes you still see those figures yeah and they can yeah. sometimes even like move around to sort of disperse themselves or whatever like did you see anything when your eyes were closed not really i felt like if i would have stuck around a little bit longer maybe but mm. after like it kept repeating itself i just kind of like i wonder what the history of that place is as well i just like opened my eyes and i was like mm. Like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so what do you think it was? I don't know. It's hmm. only happened like that once. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then crazy. and then the other time when I was like in the third grade, but that that's different. But you well, hold on, man. Wait, wait, what? what? You're throwing what? like <laughs> multiple stories like, yeah, it only happened once, except for the seven times that it happened previously. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for this episode of <laughs> 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 no, like, Tune like in next week when we hear about your third grade. Day <laughs> yeah. No, it had, um, it had happened once before in like the third grade, but it wasn't like it wasn't anything creepy like that. Well, what was it? Um, okay, so like, like past the coke. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it was like um, I had gone to the bathroom by myself, um, like halfway through class, like the halls were empty, and it was more like not more so in my head it was more so like i had heard a voice like in the hallway and you were just like replaying it no that sounded exactly like my music teacher because i was in i was in music class like the voice was just like it's because my like one of my good friends name was juan (laughs) you know not you juan but (laughs) he's Um, the connection (laughs) he's the connection no like like it like all it said it was it just said like juan i've got you and then Shit. I was like peeing <laughs> and then all I heard was like Juan I've got you and then I didn't wow. I just like stopped peeing and like zipped my pants up I like ran into the hallway and like empty like no hall monitors like nothing and I was like mm, I just like ran back to class and it's like so happened. that one did you hear it externally or was that more inside the same way it happened so long ago I, mean, yeah, I, I, I can't yeah. really I'm yeah. not 100% sure but I want to say it was like more external Okay, like oh. you actually heard something somewhere. Yeah, like like that's what I thought, but it was like echoing from like outside, like into the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, that's the okay. only other time it's happened. The second time was a lot creepier. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's the same the same yeah, uh, no. way. Definitely not the same infliction. Like yeah, because like the time from like third grade, I was like wide awake. You know, I was like in the bathroom peeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, the second time you were like sleepy or like. I, I wasn't like I didn't fall asleep I just like sat down and I just like put my head back and I just like closed my eyes for a second just like out of like exhaustion yeah I just wanted to just like sit down for a minute before I like kept working Damn. yeah did you keep working after that yeah I mean you're yeah. like shit it is what it is dog <laughs> like <laughs> I heard it whatever <laughs> he's a good yeah. employee <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just kind of tried to brush it off that's right. Yeah. Dang. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But you were reluctant to share this story because people had judged you before, right? Yeah. And I, I never really told anyone about it for like years. Hmm. And then I think, I'm trying to think, I, I don't think I ever, I told one of my friends, like one of my close friends. Wow. And I guess we're not your close friends, huh? No, <laughs> no, no. But like after no, it happened, kidding. I had told one of my friends like a couple of weeks later, but that was really, I never really told anyone else. Yeah. And then, and then, um, like two or three years ago, no, it was like two years ago, a little bit over two years ago. 
I was dating this girl and like I told her about it and she's like, oh, oh, you're just like schizophrenic. And I was like, wow, fuck Jeez, you. that's a big wow. jump. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? She's like, oh, well, if you're hearing voices inside your head, there's just like early signs of like schizophrenia. And I'm like, okay, well. Thanks. Thanks. Damn. Yeah. I think it's why a lot of people decide not to share their experiences, especially if you can't easily um, define it as as this or that, right? Yeah. It's almost like they're embarrassed, you know, and uh, and I just I just want to encourage people like if you've had mm-hmm. a strange experience, even if it doesn't make any sense to you, just, you know, tell someone about it. Right. Or or, or email me or, you know, <laughs> I would love to hear about it. You know, um, like there was this guy who you know, I was telling you guys before the break. Um, I was telling you about it with the guy with the strange bus, right? He, yeah. he had this very interesting experience where he saw this bus load of people that were just like lined up, like very close to each other. And then he had some interactions with some, um, some other vehicles and in this park, I'm just giving you a yeah, very basic brief. overview because I'm still investigating it. But then these people just vanished. Like, what do you, what do you put that into? Right. The bus, just, like the whole bus vanished, the whole, the, the bus and all the other people. Like just, it's just gone. What? Like he blinked um, and it was gone, or, or no? He or? like he was he was interacting with these people and then he looked and then it, they're gone. Oh, He's gone. Like it's like wh- what is that? Like but it was no, such yeah. a no noise. Occurrence. No noise. No, like there was noise. Okay. There was a, he heard this stuff. There's a lot more to the okay, case. I'm okay. just giving you a well, quick okay, yeah, yeah. overview. But stay tuned. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk wait about for the book. Yeah. We'll wait for the book. <laughs> well, or, or you know, um, yeah. just because it's it's still open, so I'm still conversing with this okay. guy. Um, so I don't want to jump to any conclusions of what it is. Okay. But um, he cool. said he has more to the experiences that he wants to share. Um, but again, the whole point is there is a lot of high strangeness that goes on. Just because it doesn't fit into something doesn't mean it didn't happen. You know. Now again, we could argue with with your experience, Jose. Is that you? Maybe you were tired. You know, maybe those voices were something playing into that um, that lack of sleep, um, or maybe not. Maybe the lack of sleep opened you up to hearing some sort of thing. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just it's it's interesting. I just yeah. I thank you for sharing that story, even though <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a little embarrassing. You know, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's I mean, very, you're not schizophrenic though. I mean, yeah. you know, well, yeah, we, no. don't well <laughs> we don't know that. I guess not. He's <laughs> the early stages, right? <laughs> oh, God, please no. He's not there yet. But no, hopefully not there never. yet. Not there yet. <laughs> but I also want to say thank you guys for just allowing me this forum to kind of like share oh, sure these thing, experiences sure and. Uh, just get the word out, you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Look, this is a strange world we live in. It is. Yeah. But I man. think the strangest part is um is is normal humans every day, right? That's the <laughs> right. strangest yeah. part. It's it's like uh Scooby Doo where you know they say um sometimes the the monsters are really the humans and yeah. You know, to sense. quote it, to quote Supernatural from that episode where uh oh god yes where where they get like but well those like killers or whatever try like try to kill them in the barn and then Dean's like monsters I get <laughs> humans are crazy like <laughs> oh did you see this this is so off topic but did you see the Scooby Doo crossover the crossover you know it's crazy that it took them like eleven seasons to right, do that right when they're basically <laughs> the same show like uh, okay well, there's a Scooby Doo <laughs> crossover with Supernatural yeah. yes like yes. it's crazy. Yeah, I think right. you're gonna have to call this episode Supernatural. <laughs> Doing a lot of plugs for them. Uh, the show's better. over though, right? It's like on I'm its not last. Sure, it's on its last I'm season. Sure. This episode was sponsored by dude, it's Supernatural. About, dude, yeah, man, I'd love to meet them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but that show's gone on um, for way too long. Yeah. Like, 
yeah but no yeah thank you justin as well because yeah um, thank you so much taking the time to really uh talk to us and i Um, I feel like i've genuinely learned um, yeah for sure a fair amount on not just not just a phenomenon because i mean even you don't know what's going on so no clue but i have i've definitely learned to be uh, for one more more open to believing people and more um sympathetic to understanding the way that they view things and what they feel when they have these experiences because i mean like i said before it'd be tell me your story you're either a wacko or you're dumb because that's not real but i mean i think i've i've definitely uh learned to sort of look at it the same way that you have as as more of just collecting patterns and making these connections you know and yeah yeah definitely it, it, it really changes your thought process that's great you know? man. yeah man it's a lot of insight too like it's it's definitely uh it's definitely changed my perception of, of, of these things, of these things that, you know, we can't explain. Actually, maybe I shouldn't talk about this, at least not on the podcast because. Have you got a story from third grade? No, this is, this is from like two years ago, <laughs> but it's not my, st- well, okay. let's just talk about it. Off the podcast. Yeah. I let's think it has to be out just for legal um, reasons. <laughs> what a tease. Legal reasons. Yeah, yeah. There you have it, America. Right. What a tease. Yes. Well, no, I, but yeah, like I've definitely started viewing things differently and, uh, and good. Yeah. There's something that doesn't really get talked about, you know, No, like, at least not the way that we have talked about yeah. it. Not cause you know, when, when people share their stories, it's who got to, who's got the creepier one, like who's got the most shock value, who's got the scarier ones, but right. we don't look at the small things and the, uh, the ones that really bring everything together, you know? And I think that that's, that's really important. Like we, you know, the devil's in the details and we just <laughs> skip over that and we go to like the biggest, like, no, I saw this guy fall off the ceiling and then, you know, he exploded into yeah. a bunch of ants. Yeah. Like, no, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not always, it's not always something out of a movie, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Caesar for setting up the connection because oh, he was actually yeah, the one that's who right. got his, yeah. you know i was gonna ask you guys how you like how you got it yeah, yeah, i'm like yeah it's because of caesar yeah. yeah how do you guys just find random people dude i don't know we just have <laughs> divine intervention i don't know i mean you know i mean maybe you know. now listen you guys need to interview caesar because that man is a storyteller yes i know i know i want to have an episode with him i, I haven't didn't, shot he call, him, didn't he call in that one time oh yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo that was this hilarious pre, pre, um this is um pilot season stuff yeah. so we talk about it Dude, Caesar, that's how i met him that's how i met your brother one is is in las vegas oh my gosh that's something we'll have to talk about off air but, yeah. <laughs> but no that guy that guy has a lot of interesting insight and a lot of great tales especially since he's involved in the hollywood um industry you know he's got a lot of amazing stories yeah so you should get him on your show yeah no i want to talk oh, to him i want to talk to him about a lot of things um, he'll be reluctant to tell you these stories. yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we out. we haven't um like we I, I've, I've known caesar as long as i've, I've known juan and mm-hmm. jose but um we we did kind of lose track of each other i guess you can say um but he, he's always been a friend as well um and yeah I'm going to set that up. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) Excellent. Um, Well, um, I I think we're pretty much done. I think that, you know, we've uh, pretty much discussed everything we could with the book and with the phenomenon at the moment. We got 20 hours left. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking the record. (laughs) No, but I I definitely encourage everybody to 
take a look at Justin's book. Ooh, the go ahead, do your plug, man. Go ahead. Yeah, and if, if um, anybody's interested, you know, go to my site, uh, normalparanormal.org, O-R-G. Um, that's where I post a lot of articles. Um, I post a lot of, like, events that I have coming up and where I'll be speaking. I do a lot of East Coast things, Philadelphia, Maryland area. Um, so, uh, yeah, stay tuned and sh- send me an email if you have a question or if you have an interesting story. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll put all that um, for people to see as well so they don't have any questions of where to go. Well, right on, man. thank you guys once again for tuning yeah. in. And uh, I would love to just hear from some of y'all. Uh, I know most of you know me, uh, know us, but I just would love some feedback and I would love something uh, just to see what, what you guys think so far. If you have some um, normal paranormal stories, please come and share them. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Have a good one.